Good morning. Parshas Korach begins with Korach's lineage, all the way back to Levi. Levi, of course, was the son of Yaakov Avinu, but the Pasuk doesn't share that fact here. Yaakov is noticeably absent. In fact, in Parshas Vayachi, Yaakov included in his blessing of Levi a prayer that he shouldn't be included in Korach's group, that his name should not appear here. But it goes deeper. The Kliyakar explains that if Yaakov's name had been mentioned in Parshas Korach, it would have hinted to us that Korach's actions had their origins in his ancestor Yaakov's behavior hundreds of years earlier. Yaakov had worked hard to purify his actions, and he wanted there to be no doubt that nothing he did in his life set the ball in motion that would years later come out in the terrible argument of Korach. The lesson here is that we aren't only parenting our children, but our actions and influences on them will reverberate down to their children and beyond. Parenting for generations. Interestingly, there's another place where we are taught this lesson in Parshas Korach. Rashi asks, What compelling reason did Korach have to take on Moshe Rabbeinu? Surely he knew it was a lost cause? Actually, Korach foresaw that he was destined to have a great descendant, Shmuel HaNavi, who's compared to Moshe Rabbeinu himself. With a merit such as that in his future, he felt confident he would succeed and survive challenging Moshe. What Korach didn't foresee is that he would not survive, but his sons would do teshuva and they would survive, and that's how Shmuel HaNavi would come. The obvious question now is, how did his sons survive? How did they do teshuva? The Sefer Ma'enashal Torah brings in the name of Ahad Hagadolim, that the reason Korach's sons merited to do teshuva was because Moshe Rabbeinu had spoken to Korach and tried to convince him and his cohort to back down and do teshuva. Although Korach himself didn't heed those words, the words of a tzaddik always have an impact, and if it isn't on the immediate listener, it will be on his children. Because of Moshe's words to Korach, Korach's sons did teshuva and were saved. Another lesson in long-term thinking. Just like a parent's influence spans generations, so does a tzaddik's. The reason I found this interesting and wanted to share it with you is we can always use the reminder that parenting is a long-term proposition. The best parenting decisions are made when we think beyond the immediate issue or crisis and project far into the future. What will the long-term ramifications for this decision be on my child? I've mentioned before that I think this is why in the famous Pasuk on Chinuch, Shlomo HaMalach says, Chanuch Lenar Al Pidarko, educate a child according to his way, Gam ki yaskin lo yasur mimena, even when he becomes old, he won't sway from it. Our Chinuch decisions keep in mind the child in his eventual old age. If we have the old person in mind when we parent the child today, we'll do a much better job than if we keep trying to manage the child day by day, always with a short-term view. Parshas Koach reminds us that even beyond the Yazkin, the person who becomes old of Shlomo's advice, our parenting transcends even our children's lifespans and impacts and influences their children and grandchildren. Each smile, each moment of focused attention, each wise decision on our parts has repercussions that last for generations. May Hashem help each one of us parent wisely for the long term.